What's going on, Flix Talkers? Welcome back to Flix Talk Podcast. Now, I'm back with a huge one from Disney, and it's a movie I can honestly say right off the bat I was not looking forward to at all until I saw a couple more trailers, a couple more clips, and man, was I pleasantly blown away. Aladdin definitely has to be one of my favorites for 2019. Not only is it just vibrant, I mean, the landscape of everything, even though a lot of it was pretty much CGI, the music was phenomenal. It really kind of resonates and it sticks with you and I'm gonna let you guys know why I had a wild ride with Aladdin 2019 the live action version all right now Aladdin is out as of May 24th 2019 and it's directed by Guy Ritchie who did such films as Lockstock and Two Smoke and Barrels Snatch one of my favorites The Man from Uncle and Sherlock Holmes now I know a lot of those movies you guys are thinking these are action movies what does this have to do with Aladdin absolutely nothing so it's really Really, really cool to kind of go in this expecting something and then getting a complete curveball because that's what I got and I absolutely loved it. Now this film does star Will Smith as the genie, Mena Musaud as Aladdin, and Naomi Scott as Jasmine just to name a few. Now if you guys are unfamiliar with the classic Disney cartoon from the early 90s of Aladdin, the story is quite simple. I mean you have someone who's a peasant living really on the streets. He has no mother and father. He talks about how they died when he was young and he's kind of stealing to survive. He has this pet monkey Abu who steals with him so it's really cool and clever to see them kind of working together and he's pretty much taken by Princess Jasmine who's kind of creeping amongst the common folk in disguise because she lives up in a palace on the hill and as a princess she's not allowed to explore the rest of the world or even really speak her mind so we really dive deep into that whole conflict especially towards the third act of the film. Now throughout the film we have the Sultan who is Jasmine's father. He's always trying to set up his daughter Jasmine with someone of royalty, a prince, so they can kind of join forces and align. And she's definitely not having that because she's looking for true love and she's looking for someone who genuinely loves her for her. Now we get the Sultan's right-hand man who is Jafar and he was played by Marwan Kenzari. And oh my God, was he such a good Jafar to the T, especially in the third act when he goes full super Jafar. I really, really enjoyed kind of just seeing him evolve throughout the movie and become more and more menacing. Now, it's not a spoiler, guys, but Jafar does kidnap Aladdin so that Aladdin can obtain the lamp that he's been hearing so many legends about from this dark cave. So that's where we get our introduction into the genie. And I'll be the first to say, guys, when we get our first glimpse this past Super Bowl Sunday of the genie, the CGI was so subpar. And I think Disney kind of went back back and then kind of reworked and tweaked a little bit what the genie is now. So my first thoughts on the blue genie played by Mr. Will Smith. I got to say for what it was as far as his body structure and his type, Will Smith is not that buff. So I understand they had to do a lot of tweaks and it is very noticeable, especially in the eye and the mouth region. I could definitely tell that this was a, you know, a motion capture type of deal going on with a lot of CGI all around his body. But once you kind of just get lost in all of the songs and all of the visuals just being thrown at you, you really just kind of forget about all that. And even in his human form, Will Smith does a great job. And this is one of his better performances that I've seen from him from the, the last five, six, seven years. He really threw himself into this role because I believe he knew he had some big shoes to fill from the late, great Robin Williams. Now, Naomi Scott is someone that I didn't know anything from, and she did a great job 
job at playing Jasmine. She has a lot of great songs in this movie alongside Aladdin, and we heard a couple of originals as well as those classics that we know and love from the original cartoon of Aladdin in 1992. Now, though this movie is two hours, I really didn't feel like it. It didn't slow down too much. Even with the songs thrown in there, we only got about five or six major songs in two hours, and I think that's not too bad, guys. I was expecting something every five minutes on some Glee type of stuff, but we didn't get that, and I was really appreciative of that because I'm not really a fan of musicals. Now, another standout co-star was Nassim Padrad, and she played Dahlia, pretty much the servant to Jasmine the Princess, and I thought that she got a lot of shine, and I always recognize her from SNL, and she is really a rubber face herself. I really love a lot of her characters on SNL, so it was great to see her thrown in such a major Hollywood Disney production like this, and I know it's going to lead to bigger and better roles for her. Now, the character of Aladdin played by Mina. Now, I'd never seen this guy once again, but I thought maybe he might have been a little too pretty boy for the role. I mean, if you kind of want to immerse yourself in someone that comes from this street gutter bottom level. They call him a street rat at least five times throughout this movie, guys. I mean, you have to really look the part, and his clothes did not look tattered. His teeth were perfect, straight and white, and he looked very, very well groomed. So I think if they would have maybe just dug a little deeper into the character and getting the wardrobe a little, little tighter and more realistic to where he was living, I would have bought it a little more. Other than that, I thought he was a very charismatic young man. I mean, I could definitely see himself getting more roles because of this film alone and I loved it. I bought it. I thought he sang really, really well and I just had fun with the film overall. Now on a side note, you guys are going to see reviews and scores that are very, very low. I believe Rotten Tomatoes started out giving this film a 71%. Now I believe it's somewhere in the 60% range as I film this today. And you know what? It's probably going to go a little bit lower, but don't ever go by Rotten Tomatoes scores unless you guys are super nitpicky. Usually go by audience scores, guys. Or if you guys really know in your gut you really want to see this film, just go out and see it. Because that's exactly what we did and I had an amazing time. It was nothing like a 60% movie, guys. I had fun. The nostalgia really, really kicked in and I was grinning from ear to ear, guys. And because of that, I got to give Aladdin 2019 a solid 8 out of 10, saying I would definitely watch it again. And I really didn't have too many gripes with it. Alright, guys. Do you plan to see Aladdin 2019 this Memorial Day weekend? Or are you guys going to catch it on VOD. Let me know in the comments below if you guys did like this review. Please give it a thumbs up and make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe and bell notification like always to get notified about content like this. All right, guys. Thank you so much. All my social medias are down below as well. It's Flix Talk Podcast. Very, very simple, guys. All right. And make sure you guys are checking out my podcast on iTunes, CastBox, and Google Play Music. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next time, I'm gone. Peace.